Blog Talk Radio.
radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Really, you're my everything today. We need a miracle. Yeah, in our lives. A miracle that will change our lives even more towards Almighty God. We want miracles of healing, miracles of money, miracles of this and that. But we really need more miracles that will give us a longer lasting spiritual walk daily with Almighty God. Yeah, he's on our side this morning in spite of us. He's looking beyond fault, yet meet our needs. He's on our side today. He's for us. And his word said, if he be for us, he is more than the whole world against us. So no matter what we go through, we have the great God. We have almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power. There's no higher power than him. So all we do is look to the hills from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from the Lord. He made the heavens and the earth. But one thing about this walk is this. We must walk in him. So many people pray. A preacher called me last night, and she and I was talking about this. And so many people want prayer. So many people uh, pray. But this is the thing. We got to give God something to work with. Uh, we talked about there is now no condemnation. And so if there's no uh, condemnation, uh, when we come to God, then what we need to do is come to him willing to give him something. Come to him seeking him daily. Romans 8 and 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Listen, there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit, the spirit of God. Because many are want God to do something, but they don't want to do anything. They just want to pray and ask him for it and let him give it. But we got to walk in the spirit of God. Well, Barbara, how do I do that? You got to receive his spirit. You got to receive him. Believe and trust. Study his word. Pray. Asking God to fill you with his spirit. Baptize me in your Holy Spirit. Teach me how to obey your spirit. Because, see, the spirit of the Lord will speak to our hearts and minds. Yeah, it will give us directions. And if we're willing to follow the directions of the Holy Spirit of Almighty God, we're going to get somewhere. And I used to say we are going to get somewhere and be somebody in Jesus. But we got to get his spirit. And then we got to know once we receive his spirit and we're walking after the spirit and not after the flesh, there is now no condemnation. Whatever has happened to you in your past, you got to let it go. One thing I learned over the years, the only way you're going to go back and fix your past is this. You make a better future. Mm -hmm. 
You're not working on your past. You're working on your future. You're working to where you're going. And hopefully all of us are making plans and arrangements to go back with God when he comes. Okay, I got you. Yeah, we're making plans for the future. And our future is this, to go back with him when he's come. Uh, Because he's coming back one day. And he's looking for us. And if we could get it together here and know what to do here, then we could get it together. And he'll be able to say, well done, that good and faithful servant. But if we on the earth playing around, and if we in the earth considering our feelings and not what his word said, we're going to be a lost people. And we talked about demons last night. Because there are a lot of people that says this, I'm battling with my demons. And I talked about this. I know a young man said it. Oh, you don't understand. I'm battling with these demons. Okay. But you're battling with them. Why not let go and let God battle with them? Why not go to God, ask him to fill you with his spirit, ask him to teach you what to do so that you don't battle with the demons. He battled with the demons. He said to put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. We're going to stand. We're not fighting. He's fighting for us. We're standing on his word. We're standing on his promises. And what happened is he come in and he battled these things for us. Because the more we believe his word, the more we read and study his word, and the more we believe, then the more, the less we have to do. We got to learn to trust God. I know we trust the bank, we trust grocery stores, uh, we trust all kind of stuff, family members, but we must first learn to trust God more than we trust anything and anybody else because he's going to be there. When mama pass away, God is still going to be there. When dad leaves, God is still going to be there. No matter what go on in our lives, he's not going anywhere. And if we can get the spirit of God He will never leave us, nor forsake us. He's going to be with us until the end. But we come with a lot of surface stuff, stuff that's on the top. And we don't seek God to battle what is battling us. We don't go deep into him, as I call it. When we pray, we pray on the surface. We're praying for what we want. We're not praying for what he said, but what we want. We pray for a better life. Uh, we pray for family and friends and entertainment and all these things. But we need to pray that his will is being fully done in our lives. Not my will, God, but thy will be done. And strengthen me as your will being done. Let me tell you, that right there will change a lot of hearts and minds. That would change a lot of things about us. Those fleshly things, natural things we've been seeking, we'll let those things go because spiritual things are coming and they work better in our lives. But we must apply this. 
We must apply prayer. We must apply the word of God, faith, and trust. We must apply it. I can know anything I want, but if I don't put it to use, it won't do me any good. I can know God is, but if I don't go to him for nothing, I won't get nothing. I'm not asking for nothing. He said, asking it will be given. Seeking your find. Knock and his door will come open to you. But you got to do it. You got to ask, you got to seek, and you got to knock. And a lot of times we want people to do it for us. We want the preacher to do it, the prophet to do it, the evangelist, the deacon. We want everybody to do it for us. Pray for me, pray for me. Okay, but now what are you going to do for yourself? Where are your heart? Where are your thoughts? Where is your mind? I'm praying for you, and what, what, what is it your mind on? There is now no, no, no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Okay, I need all of this to stop. It, it does it sometimes. It tells everything going on on the phone. But listen, we need to go to him and stay with him. Come out of our thoughts. Come out of our failures. And let God arise. Let our enemies be scattered. And not just people, but enemies of fear. Enemies of not loving folks. Enemies of not telling the truth. Enemies of just want what we want and we can care less about what God needs or wants. Yeah, let God arise and let the enemies be scattered. Let them go. Things that are not of him. Hallelujah. We thank him this morning. And uh, we give him glory. We give him honor. And we give him praise. Uh Uh-huh. And we will be all right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so this is what we're going to do. We're going to learn to lean again today. Uh, depend on him. That he's our friend, he's our guide, he's our God. And when we learn how to do this, we'll learn how to trust him, and then God will provide more for you. Yeah, he will provide more uh, demon fighting. He will fight your demons for you. Yeah. He, he, what he'll do also is this, is he'll place things in your mind. A lot of times you don't know it's him you think it's you thinking this. But he will tell you things that will heal you. He will tell you things that will help you. Mm-hmm. And this is what we need. I don't want to keep saying my demon conquering me and uh, my demon, he, he keeps fighting me and I, I'm just tired of my demon. No. God is love. God is for us. If he's for us, he's more than the whole world against us. So what we want to do is learn this. Go to him for everything. Mm -hmm. Go to him for everything. Yeah. And you are going to be all right. Mm Mm-hmm. 
you are going to be all right when you learn to go to him. Hallelujah. What a mighty God. Uh-huh. Because, see, what I've learned is this. I had to give it to God, and I had to receive him. Yeah. I had to give it to him and seek him. Uh-huh. And once I learned that, I was good to go. But I had to learn it. And I had to learn this. I had to learn to let him abide and not me. I had to learn not to lean to my own understanding. Uh-huh. In all my ways, I had to acknowledge him, and I realized he started directing my path. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what I had to do. Yeah. Because uh, on the surface, it, it, it's not good. But if we give it to God, yeah, we're going to be all right. Well, it's just doing all kind of things this morning. And I don't want to cut it off because I might get a prayer request. But what we got to do again this morning is let God be God. Uh-huh. Let God be God. And we be his people. We follow. Follow him. I heard someone says, I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided. It was a decision I made. Yeah, to follow Jesus. I'm going with him all the way. Yeah. Then it come back and it says, though none go with me, I still will follow. If no one else go with me this morning, I still got to follow Jesus. Yeah, I'm going with him, with him all the way. Oh, we love our family. I know it. We love our friends, and uh, we love things we have going on, ministry and different things, but we got to learn to love Jesus and to follow him because if we learn to truly love him, we're going to obey his word to the last letter. It's easy to say I love him, but the proof will be in the pudding. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The proof is going to be in the pudding. Uh-huh. And that's what we want to do. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And God is faithful. Yeah. He is faithful to his people. And he loved us. Uh-huh. But now, if you don't love him for real, and it's just on the surface, you, you, you're you not going to have all you need. Because you're honoring God with your lips, but your heart truly is far from it. And that's not where we're going to be. We want to honor God 
give him glory, give him praise. We want to tell people about the goodness of the Lord. I let that song play this morning for 10 minutes, a little over 10 minutes to have a long introduction of it because we need a miracle in the spirit. We need spiritual miracles. It's not that you need more money, more clothes, a a bigger house. It's that you need more spiritual miracles working in your life so you'll know God for yourself. But we don't seek God. We seek people. We seek stuff and things. And a lot of times that thing out of our past is, is just battling us and just beating us down and we still see what we used to see and we still somewhat we, we, we think we done moved over to the sky and, and, and repented and the house has been swept clean and we're not allowing anything to come back but we are because when you get that one out of there it come back with seven more and every now and then that thing cross your mind but there is Therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Because you're sitting up looking at what you did. You're sitting around looking at what you did not do. Yeah. The preacher and I, we talked about all of this. And uh, she said, uh, we, we, we got to let God deliver us. That's what we need. When, when this is happening, you need deliverance. And she began to call some spirits out. Oh, that's a spirit of condemnation. Oh, that's a spirit of this. That's a spirit. And it was just that what she said. And see, but she could tell you me this. She could tell me these things because of her experience. She had been through some storms and lots of rain, but she made it. And this is how she made it. She went to God on her knees. And she, look here, we talked when she was going through, and that's what she would tell me. I've been in there praying, Sister Barbara. I've been in there talking to the Lord. And I know these days that this woman went through these things. Listen here. Nobody could understand how hurtful, how painful it was. She had put her whole heart into this thing, and she should have. It was required by God that this is what she do, and that's what she did. And them evil spirits come up to battle her. And they were trying to battle with her, but she went on her knees. Fasted, prayed, come back with a verdict, said what God told And I know God told her every word she told me. And she continued on. When she thought one thing was going to happen, another would pop up. She'd have to go back to God. But he brought her out. And he's still bringing her out. And every word he said to her, he's going to fulfill it. I don't care if it's 10 years from now. Every word he said to her, he's going to fulfill his promises unto her. But she had to have deliverance. She wanted it. She needed it. And she went on and let God gave it to her. Let God deliver her. I'm not saying she's perfect. Because we're all striving for perfection. I wouldn't care if you was born in 1940 and 23, if you and Jesus and he and you, you yet striving for perfection in him. You want to be like him. I 
after I listened at what she said and thought on that thing last night going to bed, that blessed my heart real good. It blessed me really good because it was the truth. And when I tell you the truth will set you free. When I tell you, if you get involved in the truth, it's going to make your life better. See, some of us, we can't trust God with all our heart. Uh, we have to lean to our own understanding. And all our ways, we can't acknowledge him. He He, he can't direct that path. We, we still are wise in our own eyes. We still not fearing God and departing from evil because we are walking in the flesh and not in the spirit. Again, this moment, this morning, Romans 8 and 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And when you're going back in your past with all of this different stuff, going back and forth and to and fro, you walking in your flesh. You're not in the spirit of God. And some people don't care. It's my flesh. I'm going through. Yeah, you're allowing yourself to go through. Because look what the songwriter said. Now, he said it, I didn't. The songwriter says, must Jesus bear a cross alone and all the world go free? No, there's a cross for everyone, and I know there's a cross for me. But I'm going to pick up my cross, and I'm going to carry it. But how I'm carrying my cross is through him. He's helping me to bear my load. He's the heavy load sharer. He's the one that's going to see me through. But I keep going back to my past looking. I'm looking all across the street at what the neighbors got. That's none of my business. I'm looking at this person. I'm looking at that person. Look what they got. Look what they can do. They ain't never did what I did. And I have never and you have never done what I've done. There are some people who have done way worse things than you could ever imagine you would do. See, and sometimes because of where we ended, this is what keeps us there. Because where we've ended, listen, lost children, went to prison, the dope lady, uh, the liar, the thief, the cheater, the fornicator, the, the list is endless. The list is endless of things I've done that was evil, that was not right nor pleasing in, in the eyes of God. I got punished for it. It wasn't God who punished me, my deeds. The things I've done paid me back. But I knew I deserved the punishment. Yet at the same time, I went to him and told him about it. Lord, I need to turn this into a testimony. I don't need to live my life according to what I've done. You said if I come to you in any condition, it didn't matter what the condition was. You wouldn't know why it cast me out. He come on in there and I let it go. I gave it, put it on the altar and gave it to him. The next thing I know, I'm reading scriptures that's telling me about how much he loved me. I'm reading scriptures that tell me, uh, come unto me, all that are burdened and heavy laden, I'll give you rest. 
take the yoke upon me and learn of me. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He tells him this stuff like this through the word. That's God speaking to me through the word. Then he began to teach me how to forgive myself. Because my children was involved, I felt real guilty. Oh, my goodness, you have no clue. I felt so guilty. I felt so bad. I would think on my daughters being in a house with a strange man, talking about some foster parent. Oh, you see the devil come to steal, kill, and destroy. He was trying to destroy me with thoughts. And then he would show me things. Let me tell you what God did for me. God said, I made him. You didn't, I did. I made them for my pleasure. Give them back to me and let them go. If you've given them to me, you can't hold on to them now. And whatever you see them going through, you got to trust the process that that's me taking them through this. I'm taking them to a place where they can get better. I'm taking them to a direction where they can heal. It's going to look bad. It's going to feel bad. It's going to reflect back on you, but you got to trust me. And every time the enemy would bring up my children, Every time the enemy would bring up something out of my past, I would repent and give them back to God. I said, Lord, I don't want to think on this because you told me to give them to you and walk away. And this is what I've done. Listen. When I knew anything, I had two boys in prison. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Two sons in prison. You couldn't imagine how I felt. Uh-huh. I felt like I set the stage for them to go. Oh, yeah. But he delivered them. And he told me about them. They live in their testimony. No one cut yours off. Why are you going to cut theirs off? And see, sometimes you're trying to explain to God without even moving your lips. You trying to tell him, but it's gonna look like I'm a the worst parent in the world. It's gonna look like I was in that with them. It's gonna look like that's what I taught them to do, bad things so they could go to prison. Oh boy, with the Lord said, Give them to me. I told you, give them to me. Let that go. You you, you don't have nothing to do with this. I know because you're their mother, you, you wanna be on top of things and you wanna be able to say I. But not in this. You won't say I. In this you're going to say, he, almighty God has. Hey, glory, 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 glory. This is what he does. Because a lot of times what our children and grandchildren, great-grandchildren, it it gets so bad. Oh, Lord, I didn't train them like that. Lord, I didn't want them to act like this. It's not you. He's allowing these people to live, live their testimony. Our job is to pray for them. Our job is to call out what we see in them before God and let God deliver them. That's our job. But we got to forgive ourselves this morning, please. Stop looking back in the past because you're looking in your natural. Start looking to your future in the spirit. He said your future looks bright. He said he's got you right now. He's taking care of you right now. Now faith is, if you can believe, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I know men done went with men, and then they decided this ain't the thing. I want me a woman. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have children. 
and I don't ever want nobody to know about this past of homosexuality. Guess what? They'd be so nervous and, and shaken. But now there is now no condemnation. There is therefore now no condemnation to them uh, which are in Christ Jesus. Here's the key, though. Here's the key. Two keys. That are in Christ Jesus and who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. You have two keys right there. And when they get this right with God, guess what happens to them? They never have to worry about that thing again. They, God forgave them. They forgave themselves. Uh, they sat down and talked to the wife about it. They never told the children. But they sat down and they talked to the wife about it. And it's been so long. And he's showing her, showing her so much love and how a man is supposed to treat a woman and love a woman and now they both in God and, 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 and they're working together and they're sharing the good news of Jesus in the world. And they don't have time for the past. They don't have time for the flesh. They're pressing on in the spirit to their future. The spirit of God is what would give us a future. The past won't give you a future of blessings and uncommon miracles and uncommon favors and uh, uh, uncommon uh, miracles of walking with God in the trueness of him. Uh, uh-uh, it won't do that. The past will bring us down in a hole and keep us down there. It'll keep us unforgiving ourselves and others who have done things to us. We, we won't know how to forgive. If I don't know how to forgive me, I don't know how to forgive you. And he said we must forgive others who has trespassed against us. He said we got to love our enemies. Pray for those that despitefully use you. You can't do this in the natural. It can only be done in the spirit. You got to pray and ask God to teach you how to let condemnation go. Lord, show me how to forgive others and myself mainly. Help me to walk in the spirit. Help me to keep my mind on you. Help me to think on these things, whatever is pure and whatever is lovely, whatever is good, whatever is godly. Help me to keep my mind on these things. Help me to walk by faith and not by sight. Help me not to judge others and sit around and think bad things about people. And when people say stuff, I'm thinking, oh, they're just saying that, uh, they're doing this and that. Don't let me judge. Only let me judge me that I can stand up right before you and I can fix these things, take self-inventory and fix these things that need fixing in me. Mm-hmm. And it will be all right in Jesus' name. I had to share that this morning because that was such a beautiful thing uh, that she shared with me last night. And, you know, we laughing. I'm laughing. I can hear her snickering and laughing, too. And just having a wonderful conversation. But it is all up in and through there. God is moving. Hey, glory to his majesty. All up in the conversation. God done brought a message. God done brought some things that would bless people. All up in the conversation with all the laughter. See, that's what I try to tell people. You don't have to be deep like that. Just have an open ear to hear what the Spirit got to say. Hey, glory. Just have an open heart to receive the word of God. 
She brought that thing. She called them things. Honey, I was I couldn't let her know right there. I said, look at this here. Look at God moving out of mouth like this. Because, see, I know she's a preacher. Well, I'll be honest. I know she's a pastor's wife. Hey, I shot. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. I know this. Not only uh, that I know that, but I know God is taken in a place where she's never been. She's a little shaky, and she, she, she standing on the solid foundation. She's standing on the word, and after standing, she's standing for and she's waiting on God. And she don't want to be like the other people. You know, she don't want to be out there in the spotlight, you know, just out there for the sake of the spotlight. But wherever he leads her, she want to go. Hallelujah. Wherever he leads me, I'm going to follow. So she called me. I'm telling you the Lord moved in the conversation. I had no clue this morning. Woke up, he planned out, oh, my goodness, thank you, Jesus. Spirit of praise came on me on the couch. I just went on to praise him. I couldn't help myself. I know it. Yeah. I know I was on the couch, but the spirit of praise come. And I had to go on and praise God because he's worthy. And then he's doing something great for me. Hallelujah. So he needed me to go on and give him the praise so he can finish the assignment. He can go on and finish blessing me the way he wants to bless me today. Thank you, Jesus. So I, I wanted to share that right off the bat. Today, our topic is this, uh, retiring and living after 50. But some people retire before. Uh, They retire at 40, 45. Some people retire at 50, 55. Some people retire at uh, 60. Today, 63, 62. Today, I've seen people that retire at 70 years old or older. I could not believe that at first. I'm like, you're going to work 70 years, but these people, they don't have anything else going. And then some people really and truly need the money. They need the, 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 the work because they're still paying bills. They're 70, 73, whatever, but they're still making house payments. They're still paying bills. Some people are homeless and still working at 70. It's a lot in there. So we're going to talk about this today because we need to plan a long time ago. You need to teach your children to plan for retirement. Teach your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, because a lot of times what happens, we're young. See, I was young. And I really wasn't so keen. I, I would think about it every blue moon, but I wasn't making no major moves to prepare for me to retire. And then I'm looking at the man I worked for off and on for 32 years. I'm thinking, well, you know, he's going to set something up, yada, yada. But that wasn't his place to take care of me in my older age. It was my place to set up something that would take care of me in my older age. So one day I was reading the scriptures, and I saw what David said in his old years. So I went to the Lord about my older years. And when I tell you today in my older years, do you know God blessed me off what David said in the book of Psalms? I told God what I wanted when I get got older. I don't want to be a burden to my children. 
Now, if they want to come and support me and help me, I'll accept it. Back in the day, I wouldn't have. But I will accept that. But if they never come and offer me nothing, if they never come and support me with nothing, if they never come and say, well, Mama, I just want to make sure uh, that you have snack money during the day. Mama, I I just want to make sure uh, if you want something, you know, you want to order something offline or something, I, I I want you to know I got you as often as you want to do it. My youngest son just sent a cleaning lady over here for a year. I just want to make sure your house is clean because I know you're not doing what you used to do. You don't mop, you don't vacuum, you can't do those things no more. So I just want to help you out a little bit. I accept all of that and I thank God for it and I appreciate it. But my hope is built nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. Yeah, that's where my hope is. It's not in what my children can support. It's not in what my children do. All of this makes parents feel good. When my younger son come over and just go sit at the table. It tickles me. I know him. Each one of them come in the house, they're going to wash their hands, and they're going to look in the refrigerator. And I'm thinking, what are they looking for in the food? That's what they're looking for. Did you cook without asking? If he don't see what he wants in the refrigerator, he sit at the table. I said, you ready to eat? Yes, ma'am. I said, well, I made this, this, and this. And a lot of times it'd be in the oven. See, he don't look in the oven. They look in the refrigerator. And I, I might pull a broccoli, uh, chicken, rice, and a cheese casserole out, you know, and I have a vegetable and a bread with that and a drink. And boy, he has it. Yeah. But I appreciate all that they do. Now, my other son, A.L. Holly, the one that's in Kissimmee, every year he get his <laughs> Y'all forgive me for laughing here. When he get his income tax money back and he done got straight with his family, his wife would say, he called me and said, what you need? (laughs) Oh, forgive me. Please forgive me. Just like that. He don't say, Mama, uh, do you need something? Uh, Mama, I I, I feel like I ought to send you $500. That's not what he said. What you need? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It just tickled me, you see? Yeah. God is faithful. God is good to us. And my oldest son, he always telling me about who borrowed money from him in the family, never paid him back. And uh, today he's not holding nothing against nobody. But when you come in at big dollars, yeah, I think that kind of, you know, a little bit stay on your mind. And, uh, I guess at one point I was the unfit mother, the bad mother and everything, but he got to see I wasn't the mother that we used my son. But he saw his siblings, siblings do it and other family members do it to him. If you come and get $5,000 from me, if I can't give it to you, I'm not lending it to you because that's a big chunk of money and I really do want mine back if I got it like that. And uh, he don't, you know say too much, but he told me a long time ago because he's in the medical profession. And he told me, he said, anything ever happened to you, mama, have these people to call me first before anybody start touching you, thinking about you. It's it, it got to be a really severe case that you just 
allowed him to go ahead and start working on you. He said, but if it's not that severe, mama, please call me and have me to come so that I can see what's going on. Or even over the phone, we can talk about it with your doctor. So I appreciate what my children does for me. I really do. And I try not to have them doing things for me too often. We know Shantae is number one in, in the ranks. She running number one head up and nobody going to get a chance before her. She going to take care of mama. She going to make sure I'm good. Oh, yeah. Nobody's going to do it before her. Because she'll have a fit. But guess what? I love her. I don't want to use her. And I'm not really depending on Shante. I'm depending on Jesus in my old age. And we all need to get there. And we need to teach our children. And we need to teach our grandchildren and great-grandchildren about retiring when we get older. Because some of us are going to live long lives. Some of your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren are going to live long lives. Some of these people never give the parents no problems. They don't have money and stuff, but uh, they never, you know, disrespected the parents. They don't cut them out and talk to them like dogs and like they're strangers, somebody out the street. These people really love their parents, so they're going to live a right good old age. And they need to know what they need to do. Yeah. So listen, let's pray this morning because we didn't get there yet. And uh, after prayer, I'm going to do one more request of the morning. And uh, after request, we're coming back and still talk about retiring and living after 50. Yeah. And that there is now, uh, therefore, no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Romans 8 and 1, I want you to write that down and keep it. And if you've been going through, uh, you feel like damnation, uh, you feel like you're guilty, uh, you, you, you don't feel that you're forgiven for your sins, and you know you just don't have justifications and all of this, I need you to write Romans 8 and 1, and I need you to read that every day and connect that with Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. Go back to Acts chapter 2. And I want you to look at the day of Pentecost, what happened. And that same thing can happen for you today. You can have your Pentecost right where you are. You can be eating breakfast and have your Pentecost. The Holy Ghost can come. That's the word they used in Acts. It didn't say Holy Spirit. It said Holy Ghost. And the King James Version. You can be riding to work and have your Pentecost experience. Look, you could be talking to somebody and have your Pentecost experience, which is you receive Jesus Christ and you asking him for his spirit. You've been praying for it. God come and give it to you. You weren't expecting it at 9 o'clock on Tuesday morning, January 17th, but God came in and he filled you with his spirit. All kind of things took place. You didn't even understand some of the things that was taking place. But when you got through, you knew God had come in you. You knew you were somebody else now. You knew that new creature. Romans 8 and 1. Write it down. Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. Write it down. Acts chapter 2. Write it down. Because if you want to be set free, you got to do some things. 
You got to get delivered, and these things will deliver you. Once you get delivered, you set free. Boy, look at here. Nobody can tell you nothing. Nobody can come around here telling me too much. Glad I've got Jesus down in my heart. Glad I've got Jesus down in my heart. So glad I've got Jesus down in my heart. Glad I've got Jesus in my heart. Oh, yeah. Glad I got the Holy Ghost down in my heart. So glad I got his spirit, y'all, in my heart. I thank him for saving me. Yeah, because some people are converted. They're not saved. They just made some decisions to change and not do these things anymore. Like when you die up. You make up your mind not to eat the fatty, unhealthy stuff, and the weight come off. So if you get converted, you decide not to drink no more. You decide not to smoke no more weed. Uh, you decide not to fornicate, lie, cheat, steal. You can do those things because your mind made up to do them. But when you let God save you, he's going to come in and fill you. And if you continue to pray and continue to study his word, you're going to start walking after the spirit and not after the flesh. You got to get that. And don't let your mind play tricks with you. Don't, don't hang around people that are not spiritual. Them flesh walkers will mess you up every time because they're going to stay walking in the flesh and bring you to walk in the flesh with them. You're going to keep walking in you. We, we want to walk in Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Brother Louis, for posting script. Appreciate it, sir. Yeah. So listen, let's pray, get to the next song, and we're coming back to talk about more. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for coming this morning. We thank you for coming this morning. You blessed us to come before you. We thank you that we bow down before you, the true and living God, Jehovah, that have all power. We thank you this morning that we can bring our petition unto you, and you will in no wise cast us out, good or bad, whatever we come for. And, Father, we come this morning thanking you for another Tuesday morning, January the 17th. We thank you for this new year of 2023. You blessed us to come on over. And, Father, this morning we need you. Without you, we can do nothing. You know each one of us. You know the very intent of each of our hearts. You know what's in our minds this morning. And, Father, you know what we're battling with. Help us today. In the name of Jesus, heal us today. Father, fill us with your spirit, your Holy Spirit today, O oh God, and let us walk in the spirit and not after the flesh. Remind us of your word this morning, and Lord, let us hold on to it. Don't let us hang on to it. Let us hold on to your word and walk in your word daily, and not forget. Teach us how to forgive ourselves, Lord. All of us have sinned and come short of your glory. Teach us how to forgive us. Teach us how to let you work it out in us, how to set us free, how to deliver us, because we need delivering God, all of us, in the name of Jesus. Thank you this morning. Heal those that are sick here today. We know you took a beating for the healing of the nation. And Father, you heal all manner of sickness and disease. And we thank you this morning. Lord, do it for us today. All of us touch and heal. Some of us have joint aches and pains and dry bones, I call them, because the bones are stiff. 
Lord, lubricate our minds and lubricate our bodies in you. The Lord, our mind will help our bodies to do what needs to be done to remain healthy and to remain stable that we can do what we need to do in the name of Jesus. Fix it for us today. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for your healing power. We thank you, Lord, for touching our bodies. We thank you for touching our hearts and minds and fixing our hearts and regulating our minds. Help us to forgive others this morning, Father. Help us to forgive those that have trespassed against us, those who have done things to us. Help us to forgive and help us to love our enemies. And Lord, pray for those that despitefully use us. Strengthen us as these trials come to give us what we need. Strengthen us today, O God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. Bless those that are innocent and incarcerated. Lord, you know they didn't do it, but yet they're being charged. Father, strengthen their families and their friends in the name of Jesus, mainly their children, O God. And to all that are incarcerated, bless this morning. You wish that none should perish. And Lord, if they're guilty, I still ask today that you would forgive them and give them a better life than you. Or we know you're sending someone to plant the seeds, someone to water. But Father, we're waiting on you to give the increase. And you will. And we trust you today for increase for those that are incarcerated that are guilty. In the name of Jesus, bless those that are in every branch of the military. God bless the administration of our military. Yeah, bless every office of military in these United States. Lord, give them and show them what to do to be accurate, to keep us safe from all hurt, harm, or danger. Strengthen and bless their families while they're away for years from their own family and children. And Lord, bless the children that, that grow up and to be productive in this world. Not hateful of hate. I didn't know my dad because they were gone so long. No, but bless this morning the hearts and minds of children of our military in the name of Jesus. Father, bless this morning as only you can do. Widowers and bereaved families today. Intercessory prayer people everywhere praying for others in the name of Jesus. Mm. Preachers everywhere preaching in the name of Jesus in obedience unto you and love for your people. Hey, God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Continue to bless Israel and prosper Jerusalem. Continue to loose your protecting angels to stand watch, to shield and protect them, keep them from all hurt, harm, and danger. Today, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask this morning that you would bless all our brothers and sisters overseas and those that are standing in the need of food and clothes and shelter and water and whatever they need, God. We ask this morning that you would supply according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Move today for these people, Lord. You made them and you made them for your pleasure. And we love our brothers and sisters. And, Lord, we just want to see the best. We just want to see the love of you pour out on them so they're more than blessed, uh, uncommonly blessed today in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we ask that you would continue to bless America and the leadership of this country. Have mercy, O oh God. 
And Lord, set these people free from their demons. That God, they can hear from you. They can see you move in a miracle like never before. In the name of Jesus. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here. Renew your people. Deliver your people. Set free this morning, oh God. Lord, let someone here that would come and say, I want Jesus. How can I find him? Do it today, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you, Father. We give you glory, honor, and praise, and we ask it in Jesus' name. Ask that we you would strengthen and bless Sister Jerry this morning. Father, bless Sister Irene. Lord, I ask that you would work an uncommon medical miracle of healing for Rose Brown this morning. Ask, Lord, that you would send your anointing through her house, that God it would bless her like never before, and that, God, she would keep her mind on you, knowing that you're going to take care of her in the name of Jesus. Bless Sister Stenner this morning. Move in a mighty way for her. And God, I ask today mm, that you would stir up the gift in this woman because her eyes have not seen, neither has it entered her ears what you're going to use her for right here in the earth. Bless her and bless her children, oh God. Move in a mighty way today, all in the name of Jesus. Whatever she's standing in need of, we ask that you would supply all according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. We thank you this morning. And Father, we bring Brother Anthony before you. Lord, you know what this man needs. And Lord, I ask today that you would fix his heart. And more than anything else, I ask that you would regulate his mind. But Father, you've given him power, love, and a sound mind. And you didn't give him fear. And you didn't give him things that he don't understand. But God, help his understanding that he can stand up on his own two feet. Nobody got to help him. Lord, especially a woman. No woman has to help this man. But that God, he's going to believe and trust in you. And you're going to teach him how to get everything done that whatever he desires to have done that will bless his children. Uh, yeah, that will bless his family. Move today, Father, for him in a mighty way in the name of Jesus. Because you call men to be the head and not the tail. And many men are acting like the tail, pushing the woman out, getting information from the woman when he should be giving information to her. Help today, Lord. Oh, move, move, move in a mighty way. In the name of Jesus, oh, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you. We thank you, Jesus. Oh, we give you glory this morning. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. Father, bless Sister Rita this morning. Move in a mighty way for her. Every promise, oh God, every promise, bring forth the promises, Lord, on her life. And God, turn her mind to you. Help her to walk in the spirit that she don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Because the enemy come to steal, kill, and destroy. And the enemy want her to think she don't want to be alone. For Lord, they that wait on you are going to renew their strength. Renew her strength today in you, in the name of Jesus. Bless her children, God. Bless her household. I'll go through there with your anointing, oh God. And fix everything that needs to be fixed. Straighten up everything that needs to be straightened up. I'll heal her heart and her mind this morning. Fix her heart. Regulate her mind. 
In the name of Jesus, oh, Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, huh? We thank you this morning. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for hearing and we thank you for answering. We're grateful unto you. Hallelujah. Father, bless Sion and, and her family in their hour of bereavement. Lord, we know it's more than one went on. But we know you're able to strengthen them in this hour. And, Lord, if there's any confusion, God, we ask that you would dry up every ounce of confusion and let it be clarity there. And, God, we ask that you would strengthen them to get through this thing in the name of Jesus. You know what's best for them. Bless a household. Bless a family. Lord, send your anointing through her house. That, God, you can fix everything there that needs to be fixed. A blessed day as only you can do. Bless a husband, Lord. Bless a children. Bless a grandbaby. Move by your spirit today off of this family in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning. We thank you, Lord. Father, bless my God, baby Laura. Faithful, Lord. Always encouraging me. Lord, always, hey, God, Mama. Lord, bless her. Move for her and Mr. Mason and Miss Deborah and her son. God, I ask that you would bless this family today, January 17, 2023. Lord, I ask that what used to be won't be no more. Turn it around for her good. Turn it around for their good. In the name of Jesus, hey, move today, Lord, for your people. Are they standing in need of you? And without you, none of us can do nothing. Oh, have your way today, oh God, have your way. And Lord, send finances to Laura away. There are some things she desired to do more. Send some finances. And Lord, one thing she would give, she would plant a seed. So Lord, I ask that you would multiply what she's already planted back to her. And God, I ask that you would do it a hundredfold in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you this morning. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We can't tell you thank you enough. Father, if we had 10,000 tongues and we began to move with everyone, praise you with everyone, it wouldn't be enough because you're more than worthy. Bless us the Dr. Goodman this morning. Strengthen her, oh God. In this hour, strengthen her. And Lord, I ask that you would show her your unconditional love today. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, lift the spirit more than it has ever been lifted. Give her what to say, when to say it, and how to say it. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you this morning. Father, we bring Brother Louis before you this morning and Sherry. And God, we ask that you would bless this man. And Lord, bless him just off him, man, in the chat room. That's not yet off his giving and seed planting and helping. 13 years going on, God. I ask that you would move for Louis in a mighty way. Move for Sherry like never before. God, bring him into a place of 100% comfort. In the name of Jesus, strengthen them to do whatever it is that they desire to do. If they want to take a trip, whatever it is, Lord, I ask that you would line it up. I ask that you would open doors and make ways and fix it so they can do that again. They can go together out in the country and enjoy themselves in the name of Jesus. Bless his grandson and his son this morning. Move by your spirit today for them, God, in a big way in the name of Jesus. Again, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. And Father, this morning, I ask that you would bless me, that I get all done today that I need to get done. And that, Lord, when I go back over to the dentist today, he'll fix everything and I won't have to go back. 
not for uh, uh, checking on measurements and things in the name of Jesus. And Father, I just give you glory, give you honor and praise as for a safe trip there and back. Lord, you know the Buckman Bridge, and God, you know I don't particularly care for it, but that's the way I go, have to go, and Lord, I ask that you would move in the name of Jesus. Bless me here today, and bless Shantae, God, move by your spirit for her this morning, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you. We thank you for hearing today. We thank you for answering our prayers. We thank you, Lord, that we touch and agree on these things for each other. And, Lord, we love you this morning. We appreciate you. We're grateful unto you for all you've done already for what you're doing right now. And, Father, what you're going to do, touch my body and heal today. I'm thirsty, Lord, and I'm drinking too much water. Touch and heal in the name of Jesus. Oh, we, oh hey, glory. Ha-ayashata. Hey, glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I felt that thing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you today. Hallelujah. I can't say no more. My mouth's so dry, and I'm drinking lots of water. Twelve eight-ounce bottles of those little uh, 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 water a day. That's not me. I like water, but I didn't like it like that. Now I love it. And I let it get a little cool. Ooh, I could drink look like three of them back to back to back. So today I have an appointment with the primary care to see if she can determine why am I so thirsty and why am I drinking so much water. And I'm drinking all this water, and every hour at night I'm going to the restroom to, to, to let urine out. I'm like, what in the what? I've been hungry, just eating, eating, eating this morning. I didn't want nothing. Yeah, I talked to the Lord about it. So he's able to see us through. And I knew I had a lot of medication in me from the uh, from the viral upper respiratory, whatever it was, asthma, turned to asthma, cold, whatever. And they told me to drink lots of water and lots of uh, liquids to hydrate the body. But this was ridiculous. I, when I tell you this body is requiring some water and is washing all the impurities, it's, it's washing that medicine. And I, I said back medicine I took is even washing that out. That's what I said. Yeah. But I thank God for it this morning and he's in control and he have it all in control and he opened the door and made a way. Yeah, where I do have someone medical and uh, they really do care about me and they're going to take good care of me. Hallelujah. So we thank God, and we're moving back, uh, going to this one more request, and uh, let them sing to us this morning, and the person wanted to hear it, and uh, I got it for you right here. Hallelujah.
Went across the deep blue sea Couldn't find one to compare To your grace, your love, your mercy Nobody greater, nobody greater than you Searched all over Couldn't find nobody I looked high and low Still couldn't find nobody Nobody greater Nobody greater, no Nobody greater than you Searched all over Couldn't find nobody I looked high and low Still couldn't find nobody Nobody greater Nobody greater Nobody greater than you Nobody can heal Like you can Oh most holy one You are the great I am Awesome in all your ways And my ears are hand You are healed Carried out redemption plan You are healed Carried out Nobody greater, body greater, Jesus. Nobody greater than you. all over. Searched all over. Couldn't find no. Couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low. Still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater. Nobody great, nobody greater than you. Come on, lift those hands for real in here. Come on, nobody greater, nobody greater, Jesus. Nobody greater than you. Nobody greater, nobody great, nobody greater. Those ten singers and let's just give him a glory. Nobody greater, nobody greater. Couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater than you. I dare you lift your hand and say that with us tonight. Come on, nobody greater.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Nobody's better. Nobody's greater. Nobody loves us. Nobody there for us like you, almighty God, that have all power. Hallelujah. Nobody's greater than him. But Sean Mitchell was on to something when he wrote this right here. When God gave him the beat to put to it, the, the, the melody, the music, all of that to put to it, he was on to something. And I know he know for himself, he and I talked before, he know for himself that God brought him this far. And he's not going to leave him right there. He brought Bashan even on further. He's got even more blessed music and, and talents and things. Yeah, nobody's greater than God. Went down in the, in, in the deep blue valley, looking down in there, couldn't find nobody. Went to the highest mountain, still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater than Jehovah. Oh, yeah, Lord. I thank you this morning. So look, <coughs> excuse me. We're back with the retirement talk. Now, it says after the normal retirement age, uh, the NRA reaches 67 for those that's attaining age 62 in 2022. This is updated information. Increased uh, by three months per year starting uh, for attaining age 62 in 2023 until it reaches 69 for those attaining age 62 and 2030. Do you see how this is moving? You used to could retire at 62. It's moving like it's going to 67, then you can retire. And then after 67, uh, you'll be able to retire at 69. It's moving 62 out of the way. Or, you know, better year of retirement and I'm telling you we need to teach our children our grandchildren uh, we need to teach them these things because there's a day coming when they're going to need to continue to live and the job will be over maybe they will say I can't work anymore maybe the employers say well hey you're not being as effective uh, we're going to have to let you go I don't know what they're saying, but I know this. If you got to get up off that job, you got to have a way uh, to live. You got to have a way to, you know, have food and clothes and shelter. And everything out here now has basically changed. Yeah, it, it's not what it used to be. Uh, they come up with the uh, Medicare Advantage plan. They have what they call a dual plan. If you're on Medicare and Medicaid at the same time, you have a dual plan. You can pay better for your medical stuff. But guess what? You have to choose a plan. It says Medicare comes with part A and B, but you got to figure out C and D to get what you need. Now, they try to say it's easy and uh, all this kind of thing. But I've been helping people with this, and uh, the people that you call, they don't know nothing. You have to go read everything. I told you about all that reading. Reading is fundamental, but some things, okay, I, I'm, I, let's use this today. I, I'm the mug lady. Let's call me Miss Mugs. 
and you come to me about my mug, I need to be able to tell you what material is made out of. I need to tell you how tall the mug is, how wide it is. I need to tell you if it's dishwasher safe, what you can use the mug for, how hot it can be, uh, the price of it, the, what color are you choosing. What, I need to be able to tell you these things. I don't need to tell you. Well, go on my website and read it. Because for me, it's going to turn me out. Yeah. I pray that, I mean, I know that it's going to turn me out right now. Mm-hmm. I'm getting on down the street, and this is what I'm saying. I don't want none of this. Yeah. I don't want none of this. All this reading and all that. I call you. You selling it. And I need you to help me with it. Mm-hmm. And if you can't help me with it, I got to move on. Yeah. And it's okay today. In Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful thing over here today. Hallelujah. God is moving already. Listen, and we're moving right along. So, look, uh, the normal the normal retirement age, that's what the NRA stands for, normal retirement age, the age for which individuals can retire and receive full primary insurance amount. They call it the PIA, PIA, Primary Insurance Amount, or the Easiest Eligibility Age, which is the EEA, Easiest Eligibility Age, the age for which individuals can first begin receiving retirement benefits. Currently, right now, is age 62, or both of the above. We provide... uh, they, they they have a list uh, in these categories for each, you know, provision. And so you have to go to uh, the Social Security, blah, 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 blah. Social Security Administration and uh, look on their page for provisions affecting retirement age. Provisions, P-R-O-V-I-S-I-O-N-S, affecting AF. F-E-C-T-I-N-G, retirement age. So you have to go over there and see it because this is for the people who have not uh, retired yet but may be planning uh, on retiring within the next year, next couple of years. You're going to get to see how things have changed from 2008 all the way to, well, let's go back to 2005 all the way to 2023, how this thing changed around. So you want to take a look at that, and uh, if you're getting ready to do it soon, if you're 62 or over, then what you want to do is start looking at what they're calling an advantage plan. This just gives you C and D to make sure you got the right medical for emergency rooms, hospital stays, and these kind of things. Because that A and B, it'll give you eyeglasses, dentures, uh, well, dental, eyeglasses, dental, doctor visits, and this type thing. 
You know, if you need a hearing aid or whatever, it gives you that. But when it comes to emergency, when it comes to hospital stays and some more deeper stuff, you need more. Then you may need some dental work uh, done. That's where C and D will come in. C and D give you more coverage, in other words. I wanted to share this this morning because I thought it was very important because of what I'm seeing out here and going to the doctor, what I'm hearing them turn people away for. And some elderly people or, or seniors, I'm going to call them, they don't know about this. They're not computer savvy. Uh, they're not, you know, no kind of internet savvy. They, 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 they don't know. And the children, they don't know. All the children know is I got a 401 plan, 401k, I got this, I got that. But they never consider looking at what the older parent has and talking to them. Mama, do you have full retirement? Mama, do you have medical? Because I was working with this one lady, I had to go back and make sure she get the Medicare card. I had to go back and make sure uh, she could go to the doctor and this and that with just that A and B. You know she didn't get nothing. So now later on, this today I'm working on helping her get the part C and D and some other things. But I thought we needed to hear about this for our older parents, if you have older parents. I thought we need to hear about this for ourselves. Teach it to your children. I don't care how old they are. Go ahead and share this with your children. Because one day they're going to grow up and they're going to need to understand. Listen, in my home, my parents didn't write checks. They didn't do that type of banking. My dad had a savings account, and that was it, no checking. He bought clothes from J.C. Penney's, Sears and Roebuck, because he felt better quality would last longer. He bought for quality for lasting. So what he bought this month, he wouldn't have to go back next month and buy that for us. He bought Buster Brown shoes. He bought the the, the, the the hard shoes, the red, I mean the brown and white, the blue and white, and the black and white. Oxfords, I think they're called because they're going to last a long time. You can kick them if you want to. You'll be kicking them until you turn 20. So they, they didn't have all of this. He didn't have uh, he didn't talk to us about a retirement plan. He talked to us about putting money away for rainy days. He taught us how to save. Uh, if he gave you a quarter allowance on Friday, when Monday comes, you wanted to bring whatever you had left. If it was a dime, you brought that. If it was a 15 cent, you brought that. But the more you brought to him that you realized that you could save and you weren't just wasting his quarter, then the next week he might he may have given you a nickel or a penny because you could buy two for a penny. You get two cookies for one penny. So he may have gave, given you an extra penny and you didn't have to go back in your savings. You get an extra two cookies. You, you got your, your extra penny to spend. He taught us like this. Yeah. And so today we need to find a way to teach our children so that they understand and they get all that they need to get. But like I said, he didn't teach us about retirement. Yeah, because he didn't know what he would do for retirement. 
Yeah, I, I don't think he had a plan. But nonetheless, when he got ready to retire, Social Security uh, came in and blessed him real good. He had railroad, he had funeral home, uh, he had all kind of stuff that, that put him where he needed to be. Yeah. I saw him go out and buy new suits and all that because he was a church man. I mean, you know, he was a, a, a man who went to praise God, a man who went to study at church. And, yeah, he was that. And uh, he felt he needed a covering with the pastor in the church. So that's the kind of man he was. So he bought them suits and Roshim shoes and all of that to go, you know, to look nice going to church like my mama did. But today we want to talk about all these things. He didn't teach me about a bank account. I didn't know how to balance a checkbook. They wasn't teaching this in school. And so some things we have to learn on our own. And when we learn them, we quickly teach them to our children, grandchildren. Today for me too, great-grandchildren. I got me about five of them now. Five great-grands. Yeah. And I'm feeling good. <laughs> yeah. When my grandchildren see me, they be like, oh, grandmama. And, and a lot of times what get me is they don't treat me elderly. Yeah, I mean, like a senior. And some days I'll be like, look here, I'm an older girl. Y'all can be treating me like that, but that's, they, they treat me like I'm not an older girl. <laughs> Where these people come from? Grandmama, granny. Yeah, that kind of thing. And they expect a wild response, a wild W-I-L-D response back from me. And they looking for me to make them laugh because they know I'm going to do that too. But yeah, we want to talk about these things. So look, I got to go to one more song of the morning right quick. And when we come back, we're going to finish today. We're going to finish. God bless you. We need to stand up for the truth and the right. We need to tell the story of Jesus everywhere we go. It's wonderful to be born again. Wonderful to have our sins washed away by the blood of Jesus. Listen to the words of this song and may it encourage you. The light from heaven. I'm glad the sun, the S-O-N, is always shining. Praise his name. Yeah. 
If you retire at age 70 in 2023, your maximum benefit would be $4,555 a month. Uh, and we know that's, that's no money. E- even $4,555 a month, that, that's not a lot. Things has gone up. Mm-hmm. And to live good, yeah, to live in a good area is going to be 30% of your income. Well, $4,000, they get 30% out of that. What you got left, you got electric, water, cable, um, insurance, and some other things to pay. But the majority of it is going for your the roof over your head. And I don't know how they, how they do that like that. Mm-hmm. Give all these people, y'all excuse me, I had to have something mouth dry. Give all these people, housing people the money. And those buildings are already built, paid for, been there for years. Nothing is considered uh-huh. Mm-mm. The only way you're considered is you're considered to how much rent you're going to pay me when you come over here and get one of these units or you buy a house from me and it's a mortgage on Then I'll consider you. Outside of that, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything. So I just wanted to run this by you this morning, really. And, um, Ask you to talk to your children and your grandchildren and put this on their hearts and minds so they can be thinking of when they get in their older years. <clears throat> because, see, when I was younger, in my 20s, early 20s, late 20s, I was not thinking of saving money so that in my older years, I could be rich if I wanted to or I could have something. Because, see, in my younger years, in my 20s, from 20 to 29, I believe I should have been thinking about buying a house, but not anything extravagant or, you know, the house on the hill with the dog named Fletcher, which I did buy a house with my husband, but uh, buying a house where my children have enough room and then staying there and keeping the repairs up on it and things like that until it got much older. Or I could have moved out of there, sold that one, and moved to a better one and let the money off of that one pay for the new one. Um, all the money that I could have saved, I, I, I should have wanted to do it and not just out here spending. Because when you're younger, you're looking at what everybody else basically is doing. When you're younger, you see all this new stuff coming down, new changes, new trends, um, people paying expensive prices for hair, you know, for to get their hair done. So a lot of times you want to be in on that, wasting money. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us started going to the nail shops, letting the nail people do our nails. Doing our feet, waste of money, 
do your own at home. Train some teenage daughter or some teenage cousin and niece how to do the feast. Less expensive. Um, I'm trying to go back. A lot of different things we waste money on. Yeah. Um, the cafes and uh, uh, these, these Starbucks drinks and uh, ATM fees. We, we waste a lot of money where we don't have to. And we need to stop that and teach our children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren to stop it. Let me tell you this, what I learned. For $3 for a Starbucks or $5 for a Starbucks, and if I'm going over there three times a week, that's like, let's say with tax, that's around $16, $18. That could have been saved. I could have made me something at home. I could have went on Amazon and bought a frost machine. Now I got my own frost machine, frost, I think I'm pronouncing it right, and I don't have to pay them $18 a week for no drink. I make it at home. I buy grocery anyway, so I'm buying coffee and milk and whatever I need to make that. Uh, I'm going out to eat for lunch with the with the teens. I'm going out to eat with my coworkers. No, I'm going to escape that. I'm going to eat in the office because I'm going to bring a fresh, healthy lunch from home. I had to go to the grocery store anyway and buy groceries, and I bought what I like. So on Monday, I made like a um, a sub, some baked chips, and a diet drink. I'm going to bring all that from home. Larry Giant subs, I don't even fool with a, a, a subway no more. Larry Giant subs and these kind of places, firehouse subs, I don't have to give them my money. I'm young and I'm stocking up. I'm putting my money away. And it's not just for for a rainy day. I done got another house now, so what I want to do now is I'm selling out the second house and buying a third house. And what's happening is the second house paying for the third house. And each time I sell a house, I'm having quite a bit of money left over. Because I'm working and I'm looking and I'm researching things and making sure that it's going to be a fair market price for the house. And the next one I buy, I'm not going to go over my budget. I'm going to go where I can have some money saved. So now I'm getting older. And I found some places to invest a few dollars and I'm saving every penny that I can. Now somebody said, oh, well, you won't have no fun. No, you won't have it in your older years. You're going to have big fun in your older years because you always wanted to go to Hawaii. You may have always wanted a boat. You may always wanted a house on the river. These are just some things. Not everybody wants the same thing. But because you use your money right in your younger years, you're able to have these things in your older years. Look, you don't have no credit card debt because you didn't use credit cards. You use cash. 
the insurance you got policy, you bought an insurance that would give back to you. And so many years you could draw money off of that and it still continued to go up where you could bury yourself when you passed away or your family could put you away nice, however you want to be put away. But in our younger years, some of us, we didn't do this. But we can help our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren to do it. But we got to teach them. If you never uh, taught your children or your grandchildren about balancing a checkbook, you need to talk to them about that and how the banking system works. See, because a lot of things we didn't know, so if you don't know it, how can you do it? But once we learn it, we can teach others. Yeah, and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah, I like it a lot. You know, and I've talked to my granddaughter, Cobrisha, when, you know, she was coming over with me a lot, and I took her to the bank to open a a banking account, a savings, little savings account, my own personal little savings for her. And boy, she just thought that was the deal. And um, I talked about internet banking and uh, checkbook balancing and, you know, some things that I knew I talked to her. And she was blessed because of it. So we, these are the things we want to do. And these are the things we want to teach our children, and again, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, because they need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really need it. And it's not going to hurt nobody. It's going to help somebody. Yeah. So, again, today, I wanted to just share this with you and uh, talk about that no condemnation, because many people are down and out because of what they're going through. And uh, they're going through because of the past. And if we in Jesus and he is in us, we must learn to let that past go. Learn to forgive ourselves. If we ask him to forgive us and we believe he did, now we got to forgive us. Now we got to forgive those that we thought or feel like or know did us wrong. We don't want to keep holding on to that because God will fix it all if we allow him to. He will fix it all for you if you will allow him to fix it. But we have to hold on to the word of God and apply it and not sit around in the natural but walk in the spirit that we don't fulfill the lust of our flesh because the scripture said this, now, I, I had nothing to do with this. I love it, and I do believe it. But I had nothing to do with it. This is God's word. Romans 8 and 1, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And I've said this many times, but people don't grasp it, because they're still holding on to what they're holding on to. They're still holding on to their past. And a lot of people can't be delivered because you won't let go. You won't really take that now, there's no condemnation. You won't really go to God and ask him to fill you with his spirit, the spirit that keeps you from anything that's not him. So people still smoking drugs. They, they still addicted to things. They still addicted to alcohol. Uh, men are still, uh, you know, what they call these things, tricking women and women tricking men and 
and you say you got God and you're in the church and you say you believe and you got a, a calling on your life, but you are not allowing God to set you free. The scripture said, whom the son, S-O-N, whom the son set free is free indeed. So now if you got them, why you're not set free? Why are you telling me I'm still dealing with these demons? What demons are those when the son set free? But you got to have the spirit of God. And you got to have the son living in you to be set free. Give God something to work with, please. And give him more than a weak excuses for prayer. Pray for me. Pray for me. I'm praying for you and you doing nothing but going back doing what you've been doing. I'm praying for you. You need to get up on Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. I'm praying for you. You need to get up on Romans 8 and 1. I'm praying for you. You need to go back to Acts chapter 2. And I'm, th- I'm not talking about going back there playing. I'm talking about going back there believing the word of God and this can work for me. That's what I'm talking about. What all people want is for the preacher to pray for them. But they're not going to do anything. You've got to do it for yourself. The battle belongs to the Lord. It's not yours. So you got to stay in God for the battle to be won. You got to delight yourself in him. You got to keep your mind on him. You got to remember without him, I can do nothing. You got to remember, he said, come unto me all that are burdened and heavy laden, I'll give you rest. You got to remember, he said, cast your cares upon me for I care it for you. Some of us won't even cast our cares upon him. Because we too busy walking and looking in our flesh. And we got everybody else praying for us while we were walking and looking in the flesh for the next big thing to get involved in. That's just going to take us straight back down to the bottom. It's not going to lift us up to the top. We got to get there. Hallelujah. I got one more request this morning. I'm trying to get them all in, y'all, as many as possible. Because uh, I know they said, well, you didn't play mine. You didn't. Well, we're going to get them done today. We're going to get them done. Let's go with this one. Because I believe this. Come on, everybody. Get your feet happy. Let's go. Come on.
because now you're spiritual and you letting the natural come in to battle the spirit more. It was already battling because carnal and flesh is always against each other. But if you're going to stay in your past, it's going to mess up your future, I'm telling you. You want your future to be bright. If God says he forgives, he forgives. It put me back in the category over there where Jesus was with the woman who was committing adultery and all the men had the bricks to kill her. They asked him what he had to say. He said the first one without sin cast the first stone. Now that's what he said. Mm -hmm. And in a few minutes he asked the woman, he said, woman, where are the accusers? They were no longer there. They were gone. Why? I don't know nobody who haven't done wrong. I don't know nobody who has not done anyone else wrong. Yeah. We just got to get up from sitting down. That's all. Get up from sitting down. Because we've been making excuses. These demons, I'm fighting. You ain't fighting nothing. You trying to go, not go back down there and get another drink. You trying not to go get a, a hit of crack. You you trying to not go back and get some hair on, fentanyl, whatever you own. But you're not giving God nothing. That's your natural mind telling you you know you don't need this. You know you shouldn't do this, and you shouldn't. But what you giving God? What you telling Him? Mm-hmm. And again, this morning, it's all right in Jesus' name. We thank him. We thank him, and we can't thank him enough because he's yet on our side, spite of us. He's yet looking beyond fault and sure enough meet needs. But we got to give God something to work with this morning. We want to give him <coughs> our faith. We want to give him trust. We want to go back in his word and let his word get in us. We're asking him for his spirit. All of these are spiritual things, and he's a spiritual God. He can do this for us, but are we serious? Are you serious this morning, or are you going to keep doing what you've been doing? Good morning, I'm 708. God bless you. Huh? Are you going to keep doing what you've been doing, or are you going to make some changes in your life? Because he gave you the ability to change. He gave you the ability to come to him and tell him, God, I know you're real. You've blessed me before. But, Lord, I'm smoking this. I'm drinking that. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I've been robbing people. I've been robbing places. Whatever you've been doing, come on with it. I'm a pedophile, God. I like the children. Whatever you are, whatever you're battling with, tell him all about it. Bring the words out your mouth to him and say, Lord, I want to be delivered. But I need you to give me understanding and clarity of your word. I need you to teach me how to pray and hear my prayer, Lord. I want to be made over. I I want to be a new creature in you, a new creature in Jesus Christ the son of the true and living God that have all power. If he delivered Daniel from the lion's den, I know you can deliver me from this. 
If you allow your son Jesus after three days to rise from the grave, I know this you can do for me, God. I want to be yours, but I want to be your obedient child. I want to be yours, the, the child that demonstrate your love to others. Got to talk to him. Lord, I've done a lot of bad in my past, and you know what I've done. You know everything about me. And for some reason, Lord, I just could not let it go. I just keep bothering with it and let it battle me, and I'm trying to battle it, but I can't win. Only you can win for me. So I need your spirit, Lord, so I can walk with no condemnation, and I can stop following after the flesh. Help me today, Lord Jesus. You got to go to God with something. You got to take something to him so we can stop at, at this thing at the door. I'm like the preacher. The wolf is at the door. We got to stop the wolf at the door. You can't come in my house. You can't come in my body. I don't need you talking to me. I need time alone with almighty God that have all power. Yeah, I need a long time with him and get this thing once and for all right with him and stop playing games and stop coming out trying to make people think, oh, he's the Messiah, I'm coming on the Kawasaki, I saw him in the Mitsubishi. You're speaking in tongues. Stop coming out acting like you got it when you don't really have it. You're not doing what you're supposed to do to be totally delivered from it all because you're still playing with stuff in the closet. You're still in the closet playing with stuff. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. Because it's God that transforms minds and hearts. When we're going to get up from sitting down. When we're going to stop playing church and stop playing with God. And that's how all these prosperity ministries and all these people getting your money and stuff and, and, and all of this because they're not telling you the root to go to the root. Cut it down from the root. They're rubbing some salve on it, and then you're going on back home, and then it thefts and get worse. I come to tell you the truth this morning. Get it from the root. Go to God and let God cut the root out. If no root, it can't come back. When I dig up a tree, I have the lawn service to dig a tree up in my yard. That whole thing come out, root and all. It never comes back. They cut a tree down and they remove the entire stump. It never comes back. Why? They got it all out of there. We got to go to God and get it all out of us. Praying for him to deliver us. You got to sup with him. You got to cry to him. You got to get on your knees. You might have to go on a 12-day fast or 14-day fast. You, you got to do some things other than tell me, I pray for me. I'm battling these demons. It's going to take more than saying that if you want to be delivered. And he's a deliverer this morning. Yeah. The songwriter said, God delivered Daniel. Why should I be bound? If he delivered Daniel, why should I be bound? Why don't I get up and do what Daniel did to be delivered? If he brought Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego out, why am I still in the fire of furnace burning, smelling like smoke? The fire getting hotter and getting closer to me. Let me tell you something. 
The enemy will take your physical life. The enemy will take your physical life. He's no joke. He don't like you. Especially if you believe in God. Now, you're doing what he say do, and you're messing around with, okay, all right. But he still don't really like you. His job again this morning is to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus the the one that come. Jesus come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And he said might because he knew we all wouldn't be delivered. We still going to keep playing with these demons and these addictions and all this other stuff out here fornicating and cheating and, 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 and just try. We won't stand up and be nothing and go get a job and work and get ourselves together praying so we'll have a stable place to go and talk to God. We lazy. So many jobs out here now, it's ridiculous. And a man talking about what he don't have. I'm going to tell you like the world said, boy, bye. Boy, bye-bye. All these jobs out here and you don't have it? You homeless? One more time, Barbara. Boy, bye. Because when you go to God and get him to the, and ask him to deliver you and you mean that, and you're going to stand on his word, you're going to have a prayer life, a Bible study life, and you mean that thing, and all day long you're talking to him, guess what? He's going to open a door and make a way for you. You're going to get a job. You're going to get a house. You're going to get a car. You're going to have more than you need now. <clears throat> but you got to stay with him. You can't just get the goods and walk away. I need you to stay with him because you did the goods and walk away, go back to your flesh. You're going back to where you were down in Loaded Bar where the handicapped and the cripples hang out. I'm just telling you this morning, it's time to get it right with God. He came in the first of the year in January, this month, reminding us of some things. And he said to preacher last night to give it to me, drop it off to me, and you go bring it out. Nobody but God, nobody but God could have done that. I'm talking about we laughed and I had a wonderful time. But every now and then, I could hear God in the conversation. I can hear God in the conversation listening at me now. And he brought this this morning because he don't, he don't want you to be feeling condemned. He don't want you to feel like you're damned because you're not. There's no damnation to you. There's justification. If God justified it, look here, it's, it's, it's done. I don't care what it is. And you sure don't want the condemnation for unbelief. You don't want that at all. And if you belong to Christ, you're free from condemnation. As the gospel of life and liberty is more glorious than the law of condemnation. You're not condemned if you are in Christ Jesus and you're walking not after the flesh, but after the spirit. No need for you to be condemned. Again, this morning, pray and ask the Lord to help you to forgive yourself. And I'm telling you, I know some some of us, I'm one of the people that have children that we did things, and what we did, the child went behind us and did it too. 
But they did it in years where it wasn't like it was when I did it. It was a bad scene, and you feel like because I did that and they saw it, they did it. But guess what? Even in that, there is no condemnation. You ask God to forgive you, he forgave you. There is no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Lord, you saved me. You blessed me, Lord. I know your word. I I know how to pray. But these things that my past keep battling with me. And some things I put myself into. The people said, just say no to drugs. I went straight in there head first to try. Mess myself up. Lord, I can't come out of this. I need you to bring me out. You said, come to you, all that are burdened and heavy laden, you'll give me rest. You said, take my yoke, your yoke upon me, and learn of you, for the yoke is easy and the burden is light. Again this morning, Father, you said, cast my cares upon you, for you care for me. I'm just telling you, Lord, what your word said, and I need you to make it clear for me. I need you to let me be able to do these things. Help me to do these things and not walk around to my, I'm battling these demons. I'm fighting these demons. Pray for me. Pray for me. But Lord, I can ask for prayer, but I want to be doing what I can. I want Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. I want Romans chapter 8 and verse 1. I want the whole book of Acts chapter 2. Because when the day of Pentecost come, that promise that God promised to send back, he sent the comforter back. And they received, but they was all in one place at one time on one accord. And that's where I want to be. I want to be in one place at one time on one accord with you, God. With you, Father. You're my Father. And I need your help. Can't make it without you. Do it for me today. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, we got to go to him. Stop playing church over here church over there rubbing a little salve on your thing and you go home and that thing fest and get worse than it was. The last time you was just, you know, having drinks. Now you're chasing somebody wise. Last time you was just doing a little toke a week, a weed. Now you out here hanging with the young kids and you're trying to get you one of these girls or little boys. Yeah. Yeah. So see, spirits lead the other spirits. It's like you're opening Pandora's door, when a box. When you open that box, all kind of stuff in there. And I taught men, if you play, and women, if you play with porn, it's going to lead into some other spirit. Or we're just looking for something new to do. What's new is to get in the word and let the word get in you. What's new is let's ride out and let's just talk. Or let's just ride out and don't say nothing, just talk. I mean, just ride out. Next thing you know, now they're looking at porn. Uh, they was just looking at the porn for men and women. Now they're looking for porn for women. And now he's telling her, I want a threesome. These church-going folks, I'm talking about folks that say they're Christians now. Next thing you know, she's sneaking off from work to go meet another man. See, spirits leap and jump. Here come the spirit of 
adultery in their bedroom now. They open the door and let the spirit of adultery in there. Yeah. Then some men, they just looking at it because they're not married and this and that. Oh, I just need. And they looking at it. Next thing you know, they want to touch a little girl. Spirits leap and jump. I'm just telling you the truth this morning. And whatever child in the house, if you're not careful, it could be your own daughter, son. Next thing you know, you done touched them and did something to them. To them. I'm just telling you the truth this morning. So we want to keep all the doors closed. And we want to seek God spiritually for his spiritual advice. Because there is now no condemnation. Now, no condemnation. There is therefore now no condemnation. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And then you're going to go on on over there and get it right with Acts chapter 2. The book of Acts and the verse Two. And you're going to read that And you're going to read that All of these scriptures, you're going to read them You're going to read them, you're going to believe them You're going to read them, you're going to keep them You're going to read them, you're going to keep them Until it do what it says It would do A lot of times we run off From it too quick Because we don't believe It's really working But with God It takes patience, you got to stay there Until he moves and it's all right today in Jesus' name. Listen, I'm going to pray us out this morning. Unless, I'm sorry, unless someone has something they would like to say, the studio is open. Feel free to press the number one and come in this morning. We have a little time. And uh, afterwards, whenever one get done, I'll pray us out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you this morning for all you've done. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Uh, your word is a lamp unto our feet. Father, it's a light unto our path. Forever, O oh God, that word is settled in heaven. Oh, you're 100% God. That's on your side. That's on your people's side, and you love us today. Move, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Is there anyone, anyone have something they would like to say? Yeah, feel free to put we got time, we got time. You don't have to rush it. You don't have to rush it. Yeah. It's all right this morning. All right. If not, I will pray us out and uh, we pray that the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, Wednesday morning, seven AM Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Jesus in the morning. Yesterday, I said, oh, the time going slow. I made the difference today. <laughs> yeah, the time is moving on. Tomorrow is Wednesday already. They say half the week gone. They're not including the weekend, you know, Saturday and Sunday. They just said Monday through Friday. And so half the week is gone. But I thank God for bringing us up into this present time. And I believe he's going to bring us on through the week and bless us real good. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you this morning. Thank you for your word. Lord, your word is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. It shows us the right way to go and the wrong way to go, not to go. 
And Lord, we know that you are able to see us through today. And Father, I bring those that who feel condemned before you this morning. Ask that you would lift this condemning burden. Lord, if you save them and you fill them with your spirit, God, stir that up in them and let them know they're not condemned, they're not damned. There's no damnation either. But justification because you justified them. Lord, you forgave them. Teach them how to forgive themselves today. In the name of Jesus, lift the burden of guilt from your people this morning. And Lord, let them come in to be delivered in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you this morning. We thank you, Father. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise this morning for all you've done already, what you're doing right now, and Father, what you're going to do. And let this be the day, Father, of full forgiveness for others and for ourselves. Help us to forgive everyone that has done something to us, trespassed against us in some way. And Father, help us to forgive ourselves of past things we've done. In the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. And Father, we don't know no one else to go to to be delivered. We don't know nobody else to go to to be fixed. So fix our hearts today. Father, regulate our minds in in your son, Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus. For Father, he set us free. And whom the son set free is free indeed. Thank you this morning. We give you glory. Hallelujah. We give you honor and praise. Oh, we bless the name of Jesus today. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We can't say thank you enough. And as we depart this morning, they will call the Father. Bless their families. Bless their friends near and far. Open financial doors, God. Give us uncommon finances. Give us uncommon favor. <clears throat> Wherever we go today, let it be so in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you. Bless our going out and our coming in. Again this morning, again, again, meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Again, we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, January 17, 2023, in Jesus' name. So moved by, I'm so moved by spirit this morning. He really blessed me, and I'm truly thankful. And look, if y'all got $9, don't forget to cash out me $9. We still uh, trying to help uh, put these envelopes together. So look, uh, if you got the nine dollars cash at me at money sign, the big C A S H and the big N O W. The C in cash and the C and the N and noun are the big letters. So that's money sign cash down seventeen twenty seven. The money sign, the word cash now. 1727. Yeah, we're still working on the $9. I've been busy and I hadn't, you know, announced it or I haven't been, you know, sending out anything about it because I've been busy. But God is faithful. Yes, he is. And uh, he's able to see us through. Look, we're going to this one this morning. And uh, as our long, as our last uh, song of the morning.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.